Grinding harder does not guarantee growth. It does guarantee fatigue and frustration, just like trying to pedal faster on a bicycle with a square wheel. My name is Brad Parnell, and with over 12 years of entrepreneurship highs and lows, I share real stories, tips, and tactics to help your business and life get to the next level. Grind Less is a movement about following proven plans that drive results. Oh my gosh, it's been way too long. What is up, everyone? Today, we are going to be talking about futures and not features. It's going to be a good one. Let's jump in. You know, it's so easy when you're selling a product or service to talk about all the the features. I think that's what we've become accustomed to is when we're selling something, we talk about all of the things that make it special and not really think about the outcomes or benefits as much as the the features. And we're all smart enough to know the features when you use them correctly are what get you the outcomes. But the truth is people aren't buying your product or buying your service just because of the features. They're buying it because of the outcomes. Or what I like to say is they're buying it because of the future. So We're calling this selling futures and not features because whenever someone is buying something from you, if you're in that space of a product or service, it's because of the future goal that they want, not just because of the feature set. And that doesn't just go for technology or consultation products, Um, even just yesterday. So we just put our house up on the market. Things are selling like crazy over here. Um, You know, just in a few days, we already have offers. The house that we just bought had 12 offers and one day and thankfully they picked ours. Um, but, but one of the things yesterday that happened is as we were getting the house ready for some more showings, our plumbing was making a really loud and strange noise. And we were trying to figure out what, why are our water pipes making this noise? What do we need to do? And the, and the thought hit us of, oh my gosh, what happens if we had a, a pipe burst, had a giant flood, ruins everything. What do we, it's going to cost us so much money. We're going to have to replace so much stuff. It could delay and it's just the domino effect of everything that it could mess up. And so my wife goes and finds an emergency plumber and calls the emergency plumber is explaining the situation and what needs to happen. Um, so he tried to walk us through over the phone of, Hey, get underneath this cabinet and turn, turn these um, dials. I'm obviously not a plumber. <laughs> turn, turn the dials and knobs to like turn your water off and on, and and try different things to see if we can get it to stop. And we we got it to stop, and then we turn on water, and then we hear it again. Um, and come to find out, this is actually kind of a funny story. Our backyard had new sod and new grass in there, and I was cooking out steak yesterday for Father's Day, and I was trying to water the sod with the water hose, and I left the hose turned on full blast and because the end of the hose it wasn't just opened it had a sprayer on it all of that pressure (laughs) was building up in the hose and back to our house and it was making this moaning and groaning noise um, that was causing that so luckily it ended up being where I could I ended up just turning off off the hose letting all the water out release the pressure and it was fine but the reason I'm telling you this story is because when we were calling for an emergency plumber, that plumber did not have to sell us the features. It didn't have to sell us, hey, these are the tools we use. 
this is what we're going to show up in. Here's, here's our process of, of how we work. What we wanted was the future state of their services, which was, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, in within an hour or two, this problem is going to be resolved. You're not going to have flooding in the house when we can come and fix this. So we were sold on the futures and not the features. And if we think of, of any industry again that we're in, that's why I wanted to use an example of a professional home services industry. It, it, it can be anything. Uh, for my software company, Genie Rocket, you know, we have a bajillion features of texting and calling and email campaigns and, and pipelines and CRM and reputation management and all these things. But people don't buy the software because of the 512 features. They buy it because of the future state of needing a tool that's going to help automate their business so they can spend more time on what they love and less time on the administrative tasks that can be automated. And when you're sold on the vision and you're sold on that, that concept, then you can go in and work the features to get to that future. But unless, unless you, if you don't have that vision in place, then it's really hard to get people across that finish line. Um, so a, a really good kind of fill in the blank statement, if you think about your products or services, you could say in the future, after using our product, our customers can blank. What can they do? Our customers feel blank. How do they feel? And our customers have blank. What are we giving them? Right? So if we were to think about that plumbing instance in the future, after using our services, our customers can have fully functioning plumbing. They're going to feel confident that they're not going to have a pipe burst. And our customers have assurance and a guarantee because we have this, this insurance policy or we have this guarantee that nothing's going to happen within X amount of days of our fix. And when you think about those things and you're going to you know, either market, and when I say market, I say, that, <laughs> I say that loosely, that doesn't mean like digital marketing or campaigns. That could even just be talking to someone. We're so used to answering the question if people ask you, hey, wh what do you do for a living? We tell them the, the what because they're asking the what. And think about how you could flip that and sell the, the future of what you do. I give people confidence through X. I help people automate their messaging through X. I help people feel the, have the most energy and look the best they've ever looked through X. Now, I, I've been working with a lot of health coaches lately. And, and think, think about this. This is a really good kind of before and after statement. If you say... Um, Hey, what do you do? Or someone asks you, hey, what do you do? And the answer was, oh, I work for a, a health coaching company and I sell pre-packaged meals uh, that get sent out and there's a special way that you can eat them and some different things to do. And I've got X amount of people under me and I hop on Zoom calls with them and we go through kind of some details on what they're doing and how they're doing it. I mean, that's, that's a fact, right? Like that is the truth of, of what they're doing. But think about it versus this. Hey, what do you do? Man, I, I am so excited for what I get to do. I actually help people of all ages feel the best they've ever felt in their entire lives, have more energy, have more passion. They feel the best they've ever felt. They look the best they've ever looked. And we do that through some amazing prepackaged meal plans and some coaching that I walk them through 
to get them that amazing desired end result. Exact same thing, but how it's positioned is futures and not features. And so I would just encourage you to think about your, your product, your service, what you're doing, what you're selling. And, and I'm, I'm guilty all the time of asking people what they do and getting that response. And even, even saying that back sometimes, like, oh, I run, a, I run a digital marketing agency. Oh, I have a, a marketing automation CRM platform. Like, snooze alert. Like, that, <laughs> no one wants to hear that. What they want to hear is that compelling vision of the future state that you are creating because you know who your customers and you know the problem you're solving. So talking about those features just helps, helps give energy and helps give story. Like the story that I told you about my plumbing, you are going to remember that far more than you're going to remember any sort of stats that I tell you or any sort of just basic tactical information. And so when you, when you talk about futures and you create a story that goes to your future, so the weight loss or the, the health coaching could be, hey, let me tell you about my friend, uh, Jim. Jim came to me and he was, he was in bad shape. He was feeling terrible. He had a hard time getting out of bed. His eating habits were all over the place. He ate whatever he wanted, whatever he wanted. And he created these, these permanent habits just because of no self-control and no discipline. And he just kind of got to the end of the rope and was looking for, for something new. Everything he tried failed. He tried many diet plans, um, tried to, to exercise, and he just lost, lost vision and lost hope and lost his drive. And we had a conversation and talked about his goals and talked about what he wanted people to say or what he wanted to feel like in the next two, three, four years, and then walked through how he was going to get there. And then he started this amazing program that gave him the, the best he's ever, now he looks the best he's ever looked, he feels the best he's ever felt. So when you start to tell stories around your futures, that's what naturally engages people and calls them into action. Because statistics are stale and they can fall a little flat, even though we think they're interesting, and stories sell and move people to action. So that's what I want to talk about today. I hope you got some good value out of this. And I just encourage you to think about whenever someone is asking you what you do, whenever you're pitching your product, whenever you're talking about your product, spend time and write down what are the future states that you're giving people and what are some stories that you can tell that match those future states. And that will give you some great momentum and even give you excitement about talking about what what you do. So flip the script, talk about futures, not about features in whatever you are doing. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this. Um, I will catch you next time with some more great value and tips. See ya. Hey, so if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate and review and share this podcast. It would mean the world to me. So if you could write a quick review, give it a five-star rating. And then if there's anyone you think that could be inspired or motivated by this lesson, please share it. That's how we grow. And thanks for your support.